the college football experience week one DFS show for Thursday and Friday episode on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by SGPN Fantasy. Yes, dominate your draft with the free SGPN draft kit. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft kit. And don't forget the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. You better believe that. $5,000 is up for grabs in our NFL contest and $1,500 is up for grabs in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Week one DFS show for Thursday and Friday. That is the great part about week one is we get two, you get multiple episodes. Later on Friday, you're going to have a DFS show for the Saturday, Sunday, Monday slate. We got you covered on the college football experience. And if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to right now, my name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> Hopefully you played some week zero DFS with us because I got my ass kicked because I started a couple players that just did not play at all. Uh, that always hurts. <laughs> I am joined by the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking. Brew making tobacco road living the free lock given former former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? I mean, I guess we can just start off like this. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. Uh, I started Harrison Bailey. You know, this is we, we talked about it. We talked about it. We thought we saw a lot of value there, and out of the blue, Brumfield has a hell of a game. Well, Bailey came in. Who knew, dude? All three quarterbacks played for UNLV. Yeah. Bailey came in and he looked the worst by far. Yeah. Like by far, yeah. like he looked absolutely bad, and <laughs> just makes me wonder about that. I should have, you know, I, I uh, last year I lost a wager that I really should have won on uh, Jarrett Guantanamo Bay transferring to Washington State. I was talking with this guy, big Tennessee fan, and he's like, "There's no way." Uh, he doesn't start in the Pac-12. Pac-12, you know, doesn't have the same quarterback play as the no, as the SEC. On. And I'm sitting there come like, on. he's gonna, he's he's not gonna start because Jaden Delora is way better. But we bet that, and then that De- SEC fan, how many Pac-12 games does he actually watch? Yeah, That's and, what I'd ask. well, and then like, 
I bet that. And then Jaden Delora catches a DUI. Right. <laughs> and, and so our bet was for the first game of the season. Uh. So Guantanamo Bay starts in the week one because Dolores is suspended. And then the rest of the season, Dolores starts. So I was right, but he lucked up. He lucked up it, by in good faith. If that, if I was the one day, I wouldn't cash it. I'd say, Hey man, that's, you know, unforeseen circumstances. It wasn't like he, he flat out won the quarterback. Petition. Yeah. Well, but, he w- he didn't do that. He was an asshole and said, "Dude, <laughs> it is what it is." And I go, said, well, "Well, all right. We didn't have any, uh, you know, we didn't have any fine print that we wrote out on this thing. So here's your here's your hundred bucks, dude. But uh, <laughs> just to crack a crack, dude. I'm worried about this tenant because he looked bad, man. So I, I started him, and then I had the FAU running back, uh, Johnny Floyd. He didn't even play. Well, Johnny Ford. Johnny yeah. Ford. Sorry, J- Johnny Ford. He didn't even play. <laughs> I mean, right. he, for personal reasons, they said for like, what? You're not even injured. You just said now <laughs> I don't feel like playing today. Coach. Absolutely. Well, brutal. As somebody who drafted Calvin Ridley, not uh, a, a fantasy NFL draft last year, who didn't play the whole season for personal reasons. I feel your pain, but Hey, the chat is live. We got Noah in here already. GBO farms. We got rah, rah calling the ECU shot. Eventually. Yeah. But this episode, cap of at least our listener league or the SGPN league or whatever you want to call it, our guy B for fifth four won both contests. Oh, oh, oh. BDE second. Yeah, he dude that guy. I mean, he's a he, he's a strong player. We all knew that. I finished second in the night, so I was in the green there. But really, I would have crushed the night if I did switch. From Drake May. That mm. whole like FAMU news, you know, with so many players out, I was like, ah, he, he may only play a half I'm out. And then Chris Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, lineup in in the night was, was, was that good where I still finished in the money, but I, I would have just completely crushed it if I would have stuck to my original guns. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would uh, I would have still been shitty because the guy didn't play. He's Guantanamo Bay broke his hand. He still wouldn't have played over Jaden Delora. We have we have contacts. I'm telling you, Delora was the cl- the clear cut number one, and he's. I mean, they're not even comparable to me. Jaden Delora That's is like news, five man. times the quarterback. Um, we are using uh, Streamyard for this GBO farm. So uh, anyway, hop in and uh, look. We got. I'm excited about. It. I feel much better about my Thursday and Friday slates than I felt with week zero. I like when I filled out last week's slate, I was like, man, I hope I'm right here, you know, but the matchups, um, I like these matchups better. Cause I can count on these guys playing. I, I know that these guys are going to yeah. play. So um, I will say Friday night slate, it, it maybe it became available on DraftKings maybe three or four hours ago, uh, five hours tops. So really this is like kind of our, our, instant reaction. I haven't had a whole lot of chance to, to, you know, to dig a deep dive. A lot of depth charts aren't quite out yet. So, you know, you might see us make a couple tweaks, but I think, uh, uh, you know, sometimes, like I said, like, like last week, sometimes it's better not to tweak too much. Sometimes go with your gut, go with your first, you know, instinct and just uh, leave it alone sometimes. But anyway, so let's do it, man. Oh, oh, well side bet. Week zero, I'm the winner. 
What was uh, the side bet again? Rant DeBose versus uh, Victor Tucker. Well, the battle that of was the easy. That, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was, dude. Can we talk about the Charlotte 49ers for a second? Are they going to be able to beat William and Mary this week? <laughs> I locked it and up. They're going to win. You see, you see, Chris Reynolds is out too. Right? I saw that. I saw yeah. that. But I locked it up. Um, folks, remember, come play DraftKings. Or geez, so come play DFS with us. Uh, NC Nick will tweet this out uh, from from his Twitter account at NC underscore N I C K. Also, we will uh, tweet it out from t- at TCE on SGPN. So let's do this. Uh, all right. You won week one revenge or week zero. Here comes week one, buddy. All right. And I like my lineup. You better start thinking about yours. So uh, let's go. All right. Week one Thursday night DFS slate. What are we doing here? NC Nick. I have two quarterbacks. Do you have two quarterbacks? I do. Uh, I want to talk quarterbacks with you for a second. I mean, what do you do with the quarterbacks on this slate here, especially the high dollar ones? Uh, th- th- well, you know, Sam Hartman's listed. Obviously, nobody's playing Sam Hartman with him being out. Jake Hander, nine point one k. I stayed away. Playing Cal Poly, I think you have to. Uh, that's going to be a blowout, and I think you can say the same thing for Hendon Hooker at eight point nine k. I thought about Hendon Hooker, but then I was, I was like. Close. I was, I was like, I just don't know that they would want. They have pit on deck. Um, I'm actually laying the points with Tennessee too, so that tells you I think it's going to be blowout city. I mean, Hooker could light it up in the first half and get you a lot of fancy points, but I, I didn't go with him either, just because I thought he was too much. Um, especially because game script wise, he may only play a half or something. And then the third most expensive quarterback is is Griffiths from Wake Forest. Yeah, the, I didn't, uh, well, backup turn starter. <laughs> Well, I didn't want that one because I heard Dave Clawson talk about both quarterbacks getting time, both backups. So he yeah. said, so that, that made me say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you know, they're playing VMI. They're probably going to both put up great numbers, but at what point does he pull? I, if he's only going to play two quarters, we should be concerned then. Definitely. And I mean, you can keep on going down the list. The next guy, Tanner Morgan, 8.7 K. I don't know if Tanner Morgan should ever be that, that high. <laughs> Regardless well, least, of who they're playing. Well, at least he's reunited with his OC from a couple of years ago. Yeah. And New Mexico State's defense did not look great the other night. For sure. Um, but that's gonna be run heavy. I, I would maybe maybe lean towards the the golden go for running backs in that matchup rather than the quarterback. Yeah, but I didn't anyway, I didn't go with no. any of those quarterbacks. Neither did I. So who did you <laughs> go with? Who's your who's your most expensive one? Well, if you listen to our locks episode, I'm very bullish on the UCF Golden Knights. I thought about him. There is a chance they pull him. Actually, I expect them to pull him for Mikey yes. Keene at some point. But I do think his rushing stats and passing stats will be so good, you have to play it. It's almost like uh, the kid from UNLV, Brumfield. He threw for 400 yeah. yards at halftime. He didn't play the second <laughs> half. All right. So give me John Rice Plumley at 7400 as my my top quarterback for Thursday. I like it. When I was moving stuff around, he was in there for a little while. I ended up having a little bit of money left over. So I went with the Florida Gator transfer, new Arizona state sun devil, Emory Jones for 8.4 K for all of the same reasons. But I think this game could actually be a little bit closer than expected. He might have to play the whole thing. I'll be honest. I, for a minute, 
there, I had the Northern Arizona quarterback as, <laughs> as in my lineup because I thought it was going to be a game. Northern Arizona what? beat Arizona last year in there in Tucson. And uh, you're you're Mr. FCS. Like I'm not. You you have the pulse on it much more than me. But as far as I know, South Carolina State's pretty bad, right? No, they actually won the Celebration Bowl, but uh, they beat Jackson State a season ago. But it, they still don't compare to UCF, man. I I I really think they're going to be. Uh, struggling because they're kind of a defensive team, and and I can't see them as a team that can. Weren't they them. awful like four or five years ago? Did they, they were. Turn that around? They were. They okay. they turned it around a little bit there. So, uh, uh, yeah. So my so you went with Emory Jones. I went with John Rice Plumley. My second quarterback. I'm taking you to West Lafayette because here's one thing that I know. And I, I, I listen, I, I look, I, I've watched some big 10 network. I watched some ESPN. I watched, you know, I listened to a few other podcasts. They're making a big deal. David Bell's a Cleveland Brown Milton Wright's academically ineligible for the year. I could yep. care yep. less. Let Jackson me tell you, Anthrop is gone too. let me tell you something about Jeff fucking Brom. All right. His offense is going to fly no matter what. And I, they, they return. Brock Thompson, who was only the MVP of the uh, the Music City uh, Bowl, uh, they return. They got two Iowa transfers. They got an Auburn transfer. They got uh, Durham, the tight end, who's a beast. Yeah. This offense is still going to fly. I am not worried. I am not worried. Penn State also re, uh, the the position they lost. They, they got hit with the most uh, on on the defensive side of the ball is the secondary. So rep- they're replacing some new starters, or you know, going they up are. against Jeff Brown. That place, they're at home. I yeah. am all over. Look, Purdue might lose that game. Aiden O'Connell's throwing for over 300 yards. I can guarantee that. I thought he was priced too cheap. What was he, like 6.1 or so? Yeah, 6.1. So he's my other quarterback. Yeah. Well, so it's funny. A couple of things in that game. So, yeah, Penn State did lose a couple starters in the secondary, but they're still extremely deep, extremely talented. Our guy, Phil Steele, has Penn State as a top five secondary in the country. And it's going to take a little bit of time for Aiden O'Connell to get on the same page with those new receivers. It's not, no, 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 but it's not new with Brock Thompson. It's not new with Payne Durham. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Good point, I I guess, but still the the top three pass catchers from last year are gone. Okay. Uh, Penn state lost to all. If you go back and look at their losses last year, you know what, you know what beat them? Good quarterback play. I listened to your Penn State yeah. Purdue preview and you made a lot of good points in that. Funny enough, I did not take Aiden O'Connell. I'm in the same game. I'm on the other side. I'm oh. going Sean Clifford for 6.5K because the defense I definitely don't trust is that of Purdue's, minus the Greek freak, their best pass rusher from a year ago, minus the DC Lambert. I think the Purdue defense is going to regress big time, not Penn State's. And you also made the point about Clifford's second year with the offensive coordinator finally. And uh, I think their receivers are deeper and more proven than Purdue's. So they I'm are. on the other side of that. Well, they are. This is our bet, by the way. Boom. Be- because, because this is a road game. All right. This yep. is a road game. And look, Manny Diaz, I'm not buying I'm not buying that he's some some world beater defensive coordinator. All right. So Phil Steele can list that secondary all he wants. <laughs> all right. 
Shout out to Phil Steele, great guy. Um, Both teams lose their DC, so uh, it'll be a fascinating matchup Thursday. And I love the fact we have competing quarterbacks. I mean, look, I've been a Clifford critic for a good part of his career, but uh, I think he could be in store for a very nice game against Purdue. Let's do it. I I think think he will. I think he will have a good game. Yeah, but. But it's funny the two yeah. quarterbacks you rostered. I was this close to having both those in my lineup as well. So I was kind of on the same page as you, just went a different route. All right. Well, uh, you're gonna lose. That's our bet. Sign me up for it. Let's go. Um, well, at running back, I'm very curious for what you were doing at running back. I love my running backs here. I, I, I went. I went them. with three too. I went three. My top guy. Is Oklahoma State's top guy, Dominic Richardson. I know they got like an AM transfer and a highly talented freshman, so I definitely wanted to check the depth chart here. There was no or or and. That means Richardson should be the bell cow. You know, Oklahoma State is going to pound the rock. They've had very productive running backs for at four, five, six, seven years straight now, and they're playing a MAC team, which I think Central Michigan is good enough where I don't think Oklahoma state is going to blow them out. So I think the starters are going to play most of the game, but at the same time, that cowboy offensive line should be able to do pretty much whatever they want. I expect a hundred and a couple touchdowns at least. I thought about doing that. I thought about it. I didn't do it, but I can see the logic in that. I just, I, I do think though, what happens? They have a couple different backs. You know, what happens if that happens, you know? Fair point, but like I said, there was no either or on the depth chart, so I feel pretty solid that that Richardson is uh, firmly entrenched as the RB one. Uh, well, I can tell you this: my most expensive back is there in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Yes, I am trusting, and I think there's going to be two backs that get a lot of burn in this. But I'm going I Justice Ellison. Okay, I, I look. I like playing the Wake Forest backs because they they uh well first off they're playing VMI and hearing unproven hear- quarterback so they might run the ball more yes and hearing Clawson talk about it saying that we you know with the backups I feel good about this team we're still going to be winning because we have a seventh year two, I think he said a seventh year left tackle two six year uh, guards <laughs> so I'm like oh okay. They're they they they're like BYU traditionally. Yeah. They got all these thirty year olds. So give me Justice Ellison at seventy seven hundred to run wild on the key debts of VMI. Can VMI keep it close enough for him to play into the second half? I, I, I'll say this: if Brad, uh, I'm a little bit concerned because Brad Lambert might improve the Wake Forest defense. But I can tell you this: VMI's got the air raid, and their quarterback can play. Seth Morgan. That's right. So they might be able to move the ball a little bit. Um, okay. I don't know though. It is a concern, but I still think it's he's going to, he's going to get his. It's a good play. I just think both of the Wake Forest running backs, it's kind of a, more of an even split in that game, but both could still produce. So, I mean, I expect you'll, Wake Forest no here. I, I expect Wake Forest to score in the fifties or sixties. Oh yeah. I would, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, give me your second running back. Moving right along, I'm gonna keep you in Tempe here. We're gonna go with the Wyoming transfer, Xavier Valaday, for six point two k. Are you are you there with me? I am there, playing that lumberjack defense. Look, been to Flagstaff plenty of times. Love love NAU. 
I got to get rid of that filthy dome, but I mean, Hey, but I, this, this team, look, I can tell you this. If Weber state runs down your throat in a year where all of Arizona state's wide receivers left, and they might have the worst receiving core in all of uh, the, the, the group or the power five, they're going to run the, the shit out of the ball. And I look Herm Edwards. He, he always loves running the ball back. Go back to his, his chiefs and jets days. Right. He likes to be conservative and run the hell out of the ball. I'm and on Xavier and Valade as well. Yeah, we've been fans of Valade's for a couple years now when he was at, at Wyoming. And I know there's another back there that might get some action, but he's not as talented as Valade. So I have the rare quarterback running back stack for the sun devils, but especially, I mean, at a pretty affordable price too, I think it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And especially, you know, I, I just think they're going to lean on him. I think they're going to lean on him a lot in this game to get him that win. Uh, I don't think they're necessarily going to be throwing the ball a ton. Um, all right. Well, my last running back then, because we both named uh, two, I am taking you to decob. Ah, oh, you son of a gun. You did it too. I did Harrison Whaley. Oh man. Nobody wait, knows wait, 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 wait. Uh, what if I told you Eastern Illinois was one in 10 last year? <laughs> what if I told you that this team is absolute dog shit and you have a coach on the other side who won the Mac. They also had their starting receiver 1500 yards a season ago. He's out for the year. Uh, and Thomas hammock. He's a former running back himself. He believes fundamentally in running the shit out of the football. Uh, so Harrison Whaley had 574 yards last year. Team's second leading rusher, but get this—he's now the team's leading rusher because uh, uh, Ducker is at Memphis. So and, and Whaley only played five games last year. He got yeah. hurt. I mean, this is a guy that opened up against Georgia Tech, running uh, 27 carries for a buck 44 and a touchdown. Ran for uh, 130 against Maine. Almost broke 100 against Eastern Michigan. Yeah, he should be the main running back in the Cobb. The matchup is right. The price for an even 6K is right. Uh, I like Harrison Whaley, definitely. There we go. He's he's stealing my roster, guys. Stealing my fucking <laughs> roster, guys. All right, look, before we get to wideouts, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience week one DFS show for Thursday and Friday is brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Yes, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. So betters can can keep records of uh, you know all your games, your betting activity. Uh, go to oddtrader.com slash blue wire. Oddtrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. We're also brought to you by our free roll football contest. Yes, the free roll football contests are here. College football contests. We're giving up fifteen. We're giving away fifteen hundred dollars. All right, fifteen hundred dollars up for grabs. The NFL contest five thousand dollars. Five thousand dollars. Oh, that's not it. And a two night stay at the win Las Vegas. All of that is up for grabs. Sign up exclusively in our discord sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. All right. We are back. I see the chat is rolling. What's up to everybody. Let's go. Um, uh, what are you doing here? Receiver wise? Receivers. Uh, yeah, I got, I got, uh, I think I went bottom dollar on my, on my whiteouts. What about you? 
Yeah. I mean, my range is my top guys only 6.5 K. Then I got two that are below five K. So I definitely spent up more at running back and uh, you know, at least one expensive quarterback. So my top guy, I'm going to stack him with Sean Clifford. It's the next, you know, great pin slot, but great next really good Penn state wide receiver. It's not Mitchell Tinsley, the West coast, the Western Kentucky transfer. It is Parker Washington for 6.5 K. Uh, I mean, look, this guy caught nine catches for 108 yards against Ohio state last year uh, in the bowl game where I think Dotson sat out. He had not seven for 98 against Arkansas. He's going to be the wide receiver. Number one, he has the continuity with Clifford and with the coordinator. Mitchell Tinsley is going to be nice too, but I think you want Parker Washington, especially week one. So I think uh, he can have a nice game against those boilermakers of yours. Well, uh, I don't have him, but I, it makes sense. Makes sense. But uh, I do have someone else in that game. And I do think Clifford will you throw know, the ball. Since, since we're talking about the game, are you talking about Brock Thompson for 4.9K? You're damn right I am. Look what he did <laughs> in the Music City Bowl. Seven for Play 217. The Play the music. I'm there with you. Seven for two seventeen and two touchdowns in the Music City Bowl, and he's less than five k. And I mean, he's the top returning guy. You want to talk about continuity? He's the only receiver that's back. Off-season so, surgery, maybe a little bit of concern, but I, I, you know, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think, and and they find creative ways to get the receivers the ball. I mean, defenses Look, were keying in on Rondale Moore and David yeah. Bell, but they find Jeff Brom is really, I think, a cutting edge offensive guy. So well, somehow Purdue's turned into a, a wide receiver factory of all the colleges. Purdue, you yeah, know, you wouldn't think, but uh, yeah, with Rondale Moore in the league, with David Bell in the league, Mel Gray, maybe Brock, maybe <laughs> Mel Gray. If you want to go real far back, uh, maybe Brock Thompson's next. But I think for four point nine k in a very pass happy offense. Are you concerned about the offseason surgery? Not really. I'm a little concerned about the Penn State secondary, but like you said, Purdue's going to find ways to get him the rock in creative, you know, ways. So, yeah, I think especially for the price, you got to go Brock Thompson. Yeah, offseason surgery, get out of here. All right, he could have a sex change. I would still take him. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, who's your most expensive receiver? My most expensive receiver. Uh, I am taking you all the way back to Wake Forest. Donovan Green at 6100. Look, I am a not little AT concerned. Perry. Didn't have the money for AT Perry. I did not, and uh, I actually almost went Morin over th- over Green. I thought for sure you love you love some Tyler Morin. <laughs> Get him the rock, man. Look, but I I think I'm a little concerned, but I think they're going to take shots because I think he wants to use this game to really take some shots to get their quarterbacks comfortable, right? With going downfield and. Uh, right. So I am concerned though, that the, the next wave, I, I, I got a, a DM from someone saying, dude, I I'm a wake fan. You're missing out there. They have another wide out that uh, I should pull that up and see if I can, I can give you, give you that. But that is concerning because how many great wideouts? it seems like, uh, you know, Clawson is just uh, he, no matter the position offensively, they, they have somebody. So, right. um, let me uh, quickly pull up uh, this uh, uh, who who he was talking about. But regardless, so it's not At Perry. It's not uh, Tyler Morin. It's not Donovan Green. I don't even know. I don't know who the fourth receiver is. I want to say I'm looking at. I want to say it's it's Keyshawn Williams. I could be wrong, but I want to say it's Keyshawn Williams. Yeah, 
that might be the the guy he's saying is having a big camp and watch out. Uh, regardless, and he's only three point seven k, so he would be the cheapest of that quartet. Oh, nice! Look at you! Look at you using quartet. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going with it. Look, one of the things I love about Wake Forest with DFS plays is they throw those those wide receiver screens like all game. You know, like they'll they'll do the uh the it's PPR, they got to yes, rack up a yes. bunch of catches. I hear you. So, uh sign me up for for Donovan Green at 6100. How about you with your last receiver, right? All right, he's only 4.1k. Again, I'm going to Tempe, but this time I am going to roster my first FCS player of the year. Yes. Join us, buddy. Join <laughs> us on this FCS voyage. Well, his Ben Owen Hold on, Lumberjack. You, hold on, you broke up there. What was it? All right. Did you can you hear me now? I hear you now. All right. His name is Coleman Owen and he plays for the Lumberjacks and he's only 4.1k, but the dude caught Ah, uh, what about it's over 700 yards and six touchdowns last year, dude, against Idaho, seven for one thirty-nine against Southern. Yeah. Not 63 against Idaho for one thirty-seven. couple touchdowns price is right to take at this FCS guy in a game where Northern Arizona might be able to find some offensive success. Yeah, and RJ Martinez is a quarterback that I almost played for for the Lumberjacks. I think I think they might be able to move the ball a little bit. Uh I like you it. You got nobody in the it. FCS from your lineup? Not on this team. Not on this team. Come on. <laughs> Joe Hackney's <laughs> he's he's furious over there, huh? There we go. There we go. Uh look, all right. Well, well, I love that play. And I'm excited. I actually think that game is going to be a bundle of fun to watch. Northern Arizona has the opportunity to win the Arizona cup. All right. And they, they, they might be able to say in a 12 month period, they beat Arizona and Arizona state. There's no wow. other FCS Arizona team. So as far as D one football goes, the lumberjacks have the opportunity to be the King of Arizona. Sign me up for that game. Um, all right. My last guy I'm taking you and I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't touch any of this here. Uh, I'm taking you to Columbia, Missouri. Mm. I'm not taking a Missouri Tiger, though. I look the air raid. What are the thoughts on Luther Burden? Well, I hear he's I hear he's an animal. So I hear like six point seven k, the true freshman, one of the highest recruits ever for Missouri. I I think Missouri is going to make a concerted effort to get him the ball this game. Well, I, I was trying to fit him in my lineup. Did a gamble in his first ever game, but I think uh, somebody, you know, some DFS players are going to roll the list, and it might just pay up big time. Yeah, uh, that that's true. That's something to keep an eye on. Um, I, I mean, I look, I almost played the the freshman running back from Penn State too. I was thinking about that. Yeah, but here I went with a guy. Great name. Smoke Harris, seventy-one catches, uh, seven hundred and fifty-six yards a season ago. Look, they're running the air raid he's now. He's my guy. He's my guy. I've played him as often. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to get his against Missouri. Missouri's defense was awful last year. So, look, Missouri might win that game, but I do expect uh, I do expect La Tech to be throwing the ball around and having some success against that terrible defense. So, at like uh, at fifty-five hundred, give me smoke, smoke dog. 
Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, look, before we get to the Friday slate, I got to tell you folks out there that we're brought to you by sleeper. Yes. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. Uh, and it's a game changing product. Unlike anything else in the industry right now on sleeper, you can win on sleeper by playing their brand new over under game. So this is a commercial, but we're also going to, going to give out our plays because we are playing on sleeper. And I really think you can make some good money this way. So uh, first I want to tell you on your mobile phone, join our listener group uh, on sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's promo code SGP. Once again, sleeper.com slash SGP. So let's get to this, Nick. Um, I have three plays that I really like. And I just talked about smoke Harris. Well, I trust the quarterback, Matthew Downing. He, he, he he's familiar with this system. I think he's going to throw for over 205 yards in pretty, pretty low total there. They're going to be having to air it out and that spread, especially if they're down a lot. Come on. Right. I, I give me the over on Matthew Downing at 205 yards. And I'm going to, uh, obviously you have to take more than one. It's two or right. more. I did three. Right. Tim here. I have three. Also, I took Alex Fontenot, Colorado's running back over 51 and a half yards. They're playing TCU TCU's air raid. All right. Colorado's going to, the, to me, the key of Colorado winning that game or even being competitive in that game is burning the clock. I think they're going to run the ball. Every other running back transferred out. He's the only veteran on this team, right? As far as the, the running back, I, I, I don't, I don't see them even giving another running back a carry unless Fontenot gets injured. Right. Um, so over 51 and a half yards on Alex Fontenot. I think that is my play. And my last one is Marvin Harrison jr. For Ohio state over 77 and a half yards. Mm. I think they're going to be able to throw the ball against Notre Dame. And I yeah. think that game might get ugly considering all the injuries Notre Dame's had. Ooh. So yeah. those are my three. Give me your three. I like, well, I wanted to keep mine uh Thursday centric. Uh, and I know you might disagree with one of them and the other two guys have already mentioned. So I'm going to go under, I think a lot of times it's, it's just like human nature to, to hit overs over, 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 eh, you know what? Give me an under on 312 and a half passing yards for your boy, Aiden O'Connell. I'm telling you <laughs> get that out of Penn here. state secondary is something man. Okay. So especially the, his first game with a boatload of brand new receivers. Look, he's going to have a decent game. He'll get close to 300, maybe just barely even go under it, but he's not going to get up, go out there and just sling it across the yard and throw for 400 or something. So I like the under on Aiden O'Connell. And then the other two plays are guys I've rostered in my DFS. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Over 99 and a half for Oklahoma state running back, Dominic Richardson. And over 64 and a half for Penn State wide receiver Parker Washington. Funny enough, you know, they have Mitchell Tinsley over 80 and a half. <laughs> I think I, I think you go under on Tinsley, go over on Washington. Those should probably be flipped. I don't think that's right. But um, there's my three plays. I'm just curious okay. here. Aiden O'Connell threw for 534 yards against Tennessee, right? Oh, that game was a. I mean, Tennessee had an awful defense last year. Okay, he threw for three ninety on Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, the Buckeye secondary wasn't great either. I'm just saying they got players though, yeah, right? True. 
against Michigan State, he threw for five thirty six. All right, I'm just saying, uh, like, uh, okay, against Indiana, he only threw for two seventy eight. So you got to need them to. to they, they, but I will say, look at the the last like four out of his last five games. Like I said, five thirty six, three ninety, four twenty three, two seventy eight, five thirty four. Everybody tread lightly, everybody, my friend. Look, everybody can look at that and, and try to smash it over under baby under uh, Iowa's got a pretty good defense. You know what he did against Iowa? Yeah. I know David Bell had a huge, had a monster game <laughs> he threw for three seventy five against Iowa. You're living dangerously. My friend, you are living dangerously folks. Go to sleep or join <laughs> us. Join- I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> uh, all right, folks, uh, let's get to the Friday slate. All right. Yeah. And I'm very curious to see what you're doing here. Two quarterbacks. Negative, buddy. I, I, you know, a little bit different here. I went one quarterback and I went four running backs. I'm basically running your triple option here. Okay. I love it. There you go. You're winning <laughs> me over here. You know, seriously, though, the quarterbacks, they weren't doing a lot for me. I mean, first off, should we got. Jason Daniel or Jalon Daniels, the, the, the Kansas quarterback at 9.4 K. I mean, <laughs> that's my quarterback. Is it? Is he? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tell me why. Um, because he was, if you look at the final couple, he didn't get spring with, with Le- Le- Leopold last year yeah. and he was a freshman. I think Tennessee tech is fucking terrible. And I yeah. think they're going to pad the stats and, and get him very confident for that week two matchup against uh, West Virginia. And if you look one of the things that's great about uh, Leipold, go back to the days of Tyree Jackson when he was at Buffalo. He's going to do option read. So yes, Daniels. Uh, well, first off, he completed sixty nine percent of his passes last year as a freshman for seven yards a completion. When they didn't turn to him until late, early on they were doing Jason Bean and Miles Kendrick. So Daniels uh, became the guy down the stretch, and I think he's actually going to be really good this year. So I know he's at ninety four hundred. But I rostered him, and I, I expect him to uh, have some success. Let's just say, too, in general, I mean, the games Friday are are kind of shitty. They're, they don't compare to the, the Thursday games. You got Virginia Tech, ODU, which actually I think is an interesting matchup. Western Michigan, Michigan State, Eastern Kentucky versus Eastern Michigan. That, that might be interesting right there. You think so? Yeah, Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, solid. that might uh, be interesting right there. William and Mary and Charlotte. Temple that might and be Duke. interesting now. Temple Duke's a classic. <laughs> That's a classic yeah. right there. That's, five, that's seven overtimes. I guarantee maybe if, you. Maybe if John Cheney's going up against Coach <laughs> K, it'd be, it'd be classic. But anyway, so they're not. You know, hey, don't sleep on T- TCU, Colorado. You got Illinois, I, uh, Illinois, Indiana. So and in Kansas, Tennessee Tech. You're not. You're not scared. Uh, Jason Bean's going going to get some burn in that game. Oh, you know I, think, I think they might be up. I am laying the 27 and a half uh, <laughs> with, with the Jayhawks. So, uh, you know, little, uh, give you a little sneak peek on, on the, the Wednesday pick show. Um, I went with two quarterbacks though. Right, well, I just went with one. So why don't I give out my guy? Yeah. Give out uh, yours. dirt cheap too, buddy. A uh, little bit of a roll of the dice here, but his first year starting last year, he, he was starting to pick up steam towards the end only 5.1 K I'm going with old dominions, Hayden Wolf, little concern. The offensive coordinator quit a few weeks ago, <laughs> but <laughs> that might be a little concerning. Might, might I, be a little concerning. I, I think ODU is going to have some success against Virginia tech. I'm taking ODU to cover the eight and a half. Me too. And I think, uh, I mean, right now, Virginia tech, I mean, who, 
who knows what to expect from the Hokies this year, especially uh, week one with a new coach and so many new players. So, sir, sure. I mean, you're only quarterback and you're only spending 5.1K. A little bit of a gamble, but my running backs will make up for it. Uh, I, I don't mind it. I mean, I guess the thing is Brent Pry is a defensive guy. So I think if they're going to want to make and, and Bud Foster has been around the program more this year. So maybe the defense will be ahead of the offense and they, they create some turnovers. Um, I, I, I didn't live that dangerously, but price wise, <laughs> I did price wise. I did because I went I'm with, taking Con- a, I'm taking a page out of your book. Cause last uh, week you in the night slate, you took New Mexico state's quarterback. <laughs> Um, dude, that guy, I felt bad for him. Now I'll say this. The backup was flat out better. Yeah. Yeah. But he still Diego Pavia, who I think might've his burner account might've came at us uh, on the college football experience, Twitter feed because of a, of a great joke that Noah Beanick did with uh, he threw three picks. Uh, well, right before his third pick, he compared himself. Uh, the announcer saying he compares himself to Johnny Mansell, And it was like, it, it was like a spot on like, and, and I'm pretty sure he's pretty upset about that. Look, I, I like P- uh, Pavia. You know, this guy is a state champ wrestler. He's oh. like, he's not a, he's no lawn chair. And I thought he got robbed a little bit. There was two, two interceptions where he hit the receiver right on yeah. the fucking hands and it bounced off him. Uh, but I will say, I think the backup is a, is a much better passer. So I went with Connor Basilac. I thought about him. I think Indiana Look, I get it. I, I am a fan of Ryan Walters, the DC of, of Illinois. I think he's very good, but I think Basilex also pretty good. And I think at 5,200 you're bargain shopping. And I think he'll be able to get just enough to, uh, to be a, a, a value play. Um, I expect that game to be close. So I think he stays in it in the whole game. And I think he's now, a pretty good so, quarterback. So the only interesting thing here is that Indiana's other quarterback, Jack Tuttle's more expensive. I haven't had a chance. Like I said before this depth chart, I mean, I'm sorry, this uh, uh, slate only dropped on DraftKings a few hours ago. I don't know who's starting right now. So look at the depth chart, try to find that if Indiana has released it uh, because obviously it's important that he plays and starts, especially in a game where it's not like it's going to be a blowout where two quarterbacks might play. Maybe they interchange series or something, but I'm just saying, be careful. I expected Basilac to win that, but I see Jack Tuttle's more expensive, so that has a little bit of cause for concern. How do you spell it? Is Tuttle two T's? Yes, T U T T L E. I'm I'm quickly doing a dive. He can't, can't be starting over. over I wouldn't Basilac. think so. I would be we, we didn't think Brumfield would either. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, they haven't named a starter on purpose, from what I see. So usually they will, or they'll do an an or thing. And whenever I see an or, I, I like to just stay away because you don't know for sure. So uh, you it might just want to. Me, I've watched both play quarterback. <laughs> it cannot I hear be. It cannot I hear be. Yeah, we thought Basilak when he transferred there, like, oh, that's a pretty good get. Yeah, but right now, right now it's questionable. Now today's only Tuesday, and uh, we have till Friday. But if you are thinking of taking either Indiana quarterback, you want to, you know, stay on top of that situation. I'm going Basilac. All right. If they, if this <laughs> asshole doesn't start Basilac, I, I, I would be shocked. And then he deserves to be fired. Um, all right. Uh, what are you doing at the running back spot? Now I got four running backs, man. Uh, let's just start off with the most expensive one. And I do think the Kansas Jayhawks are going to find a lot of success on offense. And I'm going to take their running back, Devin Neal, 
for 8.9 K. Yeah. He's our RB one came on, ran for uh, almost 150 against Texas. That's not too shabby. Uh, Broke a hundred against Duke broke a hundred against Oklahoma. This dude's running for, for over averaging 125 yards against Texas and Oklahoma. Okay. Give me Devin Neal against Tennessee tech. What's he going to do against them? I love that play, but he was too expensive to me. And I do think this is going to be a blowout, right? You took the quarterback. <laughs> I know, I know. I took, but I also took Kai Thomas, their backup, the Minnesota transfer. This backfield is deep now. I think Thomas will get some burn. Just like you got to remember, remember when they had Kevin Marks and, and Jared Patterson? Both yeah. rushers ran for a thousand yards. I think that's you're going to uh, get a heavy dose running attack from the Kansas Jayhawks. And another thing is they have two wideouts suspended uh, for for the season opener. So I do expect a heavy ground game. So I don't, I can't disagree with your play, but I also like the Kai Thomas play at six at six thousand dollars. That's my that's my other running back right there. So makes sense. Okay, I got you. Uh, you I'm sure you had a, a more expensive running back, right? Uh, I did one. I have three running backs. One more expensive. One less expensive. All right. So uh, hold on. The less expensive one. Let's just the elephant in the room. Yes. Why, Why the hell is Chase Brown five point four k? I don't get it. What's I, going I, on here? This has to be an error. You know, he just ran for a buck fifty. <laughs> uh, you know, three total touchdowns against Wyoming. Uh, the, I think the backup got hurt. Also, I mean, Chase Brown against Indiana for yeah. five point four k. That has to be a mistake. <laughs> uh, now, I mean, everybody and their moms are going to be rostering Chase Brown. Do but they know you got COVID? Has he got the Rona? What's going on? I don't know. Why man. is he For so five, cheap? I, I don't know. Uh, inexplainable. <laughs> uh, he was a beast last year and his is unquestionable running RB one for Illinois. And I don't know, man, 5.4 K you have to roster him. I wouldn't be surprised if we have 20 DFS guys in our um, contest and he's hundred percent owned, but at 5.4 K you have to, you can't afford not to. Yeah, uh, it's a no-brainer for me. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, rostering him. Uh, so then I it goes to you on your next running back. Then yeah, okay, six point eight k. The, the former Colorado Buffalo. Yes, Jarek Broussard against a a Broncos defense that look they're they're going to run for a thousand yards in this game. And uh, you saw what Kenneth Walker the third did last year, where he was—I mean, there wasn't like a, a time split or anything—and this year, Jarek Broussard is going to be the new Kenneth Walker. Yeah, yeah, I'm all on board. Those are my three running backs. You have I one, got more one more running buddy. back. Hey, well, let's shop to you drop, buddy. Uh, I want to take you back to that battle of Southern Virginia. This time, I'm taking a hokey. The RB one for Virginia Tech, Jalen Holston, against. I guess they're sunbelt now, but it's really a conference USA defense. And as much as ODU has some interesting pieces on offense, I expect the defense to struggle. And I think Brent Pry is going to get that running game going. And I expect a big game from Jalen Holston at 6.3 K. I don't mind that one because you saw the other running backs out. Yeah. Their other running back is out. So the, I do think he'll be the main guy all game. Right. Um, Malachi Thomas. Is yes. Out. Yes. Thomas. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's a solid play. I didn't do it because I'm gonna, I'm going to roster a better team. But but <laughs> I, I get what you're doing there. Uh, let's talk wide receiver. But before we do that, I got to get us paid a couple times. Uh, look, I want to tell you folks out there, we're brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. 
Yes, they uh, Run Your Pool offers every game you can think of: pickup, survivor, fantasy pools, right? And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest, which is free to enter. Bozos, get in now! Hop in to reserve your spot. We're giving away five hundred dollars cash and a two hundred fifty dollars gift card to the SGPN store. To the winner, sign up today at play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. That's play.runyourpool.com/sgpn. We're also brought to you by Sling. Yes, it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN3, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox, and the Big Ten Network, all for the best price. You can stream it on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause or change your service at any time. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. All right, we are back talking, talking some big time. Uh, you know what I should do? I guess I changed off of that, but anyway, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, wide receiver wise, I paid up for one guy. What, what was your highest paid wide receiver? Seven point eight k. Should I just get this going? <laughs> if you followed me in DFS last year, this guy was my guy. This guy was my guy, Hassan Badoon. For the Eastern Michigan Eagles and Chris Creighton, I know there's. I'm a little concerned they're switching quarterbacks, but I just sure. think they're going up against Eastern Kentucky yardage. I think this game is going to have a lot of uh, offense. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I mean, the guy w- was over a thousand yards last year, had 97 catches. Yeah, dude, this isn't the NFL. I mean, they, they only play uh, 12 <laughs> games, regular season games. 97 catches. He had four games where he had double digit catches. He he caught 14 balls against Northern Illinois, a team that won the Mac. Uh, Hassan Beydoun is a very electric receiver. They're going to get him the ball all over the field, and uh, I think at 7.8k, yeah, maybe he's not a household name, uh, not yet, or given the fact that he's on Eastern Michigan, maybe he never will be. But DFSers better pay attention. Yeah, yeah, I'm completely on board, and and I got to admit, I think I'm thinking about audibling here. I saw Connell Basilak out there at uh, at uh, what fifty two hundred is who I had. I'm thinking about audibling because I do think this game is going to have that this Eastern Kentucky Eastern Michigan game. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of offense. So uh, sometimes you got to zig and zag. I am going to go out and get myself the the quarterback for Eastern Kentucky. You just couldn't help yourself. You saw me roster an FCS guy. You had to get one yourself. His name is Parker <laughs> McKinney and get, get Parker this. McKinney. Sounds like a great quarterback. <laughs> hey, he led the team in rushing last year too. Oh, so okay. Dual threat, little, little dual threat little action. Dual threat action. All right. Some wheels, 24 <laughs> touchdowns from a season ago. Get this guy, the rock. Um, but then that leaves me incredibly thin at, uh, at my wide receiver and running back position. So, or sorry, at my wide receiver position. So um, uh, then, uh, so go to, give me your second, give me your second, uh, receiver. All right. I'm going to take you to another guy who had over a thousand yards last year and he's only five K <laughs> he is my old dominion. Stack. Oh, 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 okay. I thought you were going Eastern Michigan again. Okay. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> he's my old dominion stack. Ali Jennings, the third, uh, dude, uh, he's pretty good, man. He had what? 
13 catches for 172 yards against Western uh, Kentucky last year. Uh, yeah, I mean, Virginia Tech secondary might be pretty decent, but ODU's, they're going to get theirs through the air. And obviously, Ali Jennings is their wide receiver one. Uh, I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, I, I'm concerned though. How many you really think Virginia Tech's defense is not there yet, huh? I just think that that ODU has a solid offense. I think that that, that offense is going to put up some yardage and a decent amount of points against pretty much anybody. It's their defense which I'm concerned about, which makes me like their passing game even more because they're going to give up points to Virginia Tech, which is going to force them to have to throw the rock. All right, you talked me, you talked me into it, uh, uh, but I, I don't know. I, I, I stayed away from ODU Tech because of that. But I'll tell you, uh, my second highest price receiver is in that uh, Eastern Michigan game. I got a lot of action on, on this Eastern Michigan, Eastern Kentucky game. <laughs> I went with Tanner Canoe, the the wide receiver there. He only had 32 catches for 342 yards last year. But if you go back the year before, he had a monster year. I look for him to get more more you know involved with the offense. This season, I know he was dinged up a little bit last year, so give me canoe at as my uh, at five k. I think there's going to be a lot of. I, I actually think, I actually would not be surprised if Eastern Kentucky uh, stole this game. I'm taking Eastern Michigan to win it, but I, I think this is going to be a game. Interesting. So you got two Eastern Michigan receivers. You couldn't fit in their quarterback. I could. Obviously, you think he's going to do well. <laughs> uh, the quarterback is uh, the 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 Troy transfer, and I think he's too expensive for me. I don't have the, yeah. I don't have that type of cash, so I had to go with uh, Parker McKinney. The Deep. flip side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. I, I I I understand your motives there. I do think there could be a lot of offense. So I have one wide out left. How many do you got? Just one. Also, kind of bottom of the barrel here. He's a TCU Horn Frog. His name's Darius Davis for four point four k. Uh, he had a quiet start to last year, but towards the end, he kind of turned it on. Had uh, six catches for one hundred three yards against Kansas. Look. Colorado just had the whole team transfer out. So kind of a dart throw here. I don't know much about this guy, but he starts, he's cheap and he had a pretty solid year last year and TCU is moving to more of a pass happy offense. So I like taking a shot at Darius Davis. All right. Uh, well, I mean, my buffs are going to pull off the upset, but you know, I get it. I get it. You're trying to, uh, you know, they are going to be throwing the ball a lot. So it makes sense. We play, how many times do we play SMU wide receivers a season ago? I feel like all yeah. the time. Right. Um, but uh, my my guy, I'm gonna take a shot in that same very game. Thirty seven hundred dollars. All these players transferred out of Colorado, but one guy transferred in that was a pretty substantial get for the Buffaloes. His name is R.J. Sneed. He comes in from Baylor. He's oh okay. He was sought after right. by a, a lot right. of big solid. time he schools. Yeah. Baylor too. Yes, yeah. and uh. Colorado's receiver coach that was hired uh, this offseason, Phil McGowan. This guy's been responsible for a lot of very good wide receivers. He was at East Carolina when they had Zay Jones. He was he's uh, he coached Brian Hartline. He's coached Mike Williams. He's coached uh, Keenan Allen with the Chargers. Um, so I think he's going to find creative ways. And apparently, Sneed's only way like he, SEC schools were after him. Big Ten schools were after him. He only went because of this wide receiver coach. So mm-hmm. I think they're going to find ways to get him the ball. Thirty-seven hundred dollars. Uh, I know their passing attack was horrible last year, but I'm hoping with JT Shroud and another year under Lewis, you know, under Lewis, maybe they'll be able to take some more shots down the field this year. 
So give me RJ Snead, 37. And I do expect the TCU defense to regress without Gary Patterson. That little injury is not uh, a concern. You got some inside info about that foot of his? He's starting, buddy. Okay. I, I did a deep dive on him today. Talked to my contacts, nice. you know, <laughs> dotted my eyes and my lowercase J's. Uh, so that's my team. What, do we have a go. battle in this, in this series? Uh, a side bet, uh, a, a double side bet here. Um, we have a Parker McKinney against uh, <laughs> who's how about uh, this? ODU's how about, how about QB again. How about Hayden this? How about, we do, how about we do a battle of the Kansas Jayhawks? Kai Thomas against no, no, your oh. quarter, your quarterback against my running back. Oh, give me that all day. Jalen Dan is a beast. Let's go. Neil. Let's go. Was, what's uh Jalen's uh Jalen Daniels price? 9400. Oh, I, I couldn't afford him if I wanted him. Fuck mm. it. Let's do it. <laughs> there we go, folks. Uh folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience. Remember, in a couple days, what? Thursday night, we're giving you a slate for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We never stop here on the college football experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also, remember tomorrow night, our picks edition. Yes, we're going to go through our locks, give out our week one locks and our best plays. The season is right around the corner. I cannot wait for the backyard brawl Thursday night. Folks, uh, subscribe to the college football experience. Also subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Cause we also have the college basketball experience going there. So subscribe to that podcast as well uh, on whatever podcast feed you listen to podcast at. So college football experience, the college basketball experience. We come together as one on YouTube as the college experience. Also subscribe to the sports gambling podcast. They went through all 32 NFL teams. Check out the NFL gambling podcast. Check out what else is going. MLB. Noah Beanick doing a great job. Those guys doing a great job as that season continues to heat up. MLB Gambling Podcast. Check that out. What else? Off season right now. It's August. CFL Gambling Podcast. Those guys. The road to the Grey Cup. Don't sleep on that. All right. <laughs> Look, get the SGPN app in the App Store. It's free to download. You'll have access to all our podcasts because there's so many great ones out there. And uh, what else? I mean, uh, the Discord channel. You want to talk college football with us? I'm telling you, it is the best place. Hop in sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We talk college football, college basketball, any sport really. You could be the you could be like a fucking kangaroo race going on in 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 the land out under, and I'm sure we're gonna have it covered. All right, folks. So check it all out. All right, this is the college football experience, DFS style. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. Coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked. It's easy to see a tide turn.